Caray. The winners, the people, the places, and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. On the bend in the Country Cups final. Richford led by a length. Going up on the outside now was Eshiel to just about join him. Then rather Salubrious and Paniagua. He's saying to thunder up the middle of the track. 175 to run. Paniagua got to the front. He put up two lengths. Eshiel battling. Running on late is Mr. Tickets. Paniagua in front. One and a half clear. And here's eight in a row. Paniagua wins the Country Cups final. Defeats Mr. Tickets who runs second. Then came rather Salubrious. Followed by pro Anna. SGL next over McQuero. Running the key uh, clock back some 12 months to uh, the uh, Country Cups final of 2020. And Paniagua in amongst that amazing run that he had last year for Alex Malif and Co. As we welcome you to Bushbeat for another week here on Radio Tab, rounding up all of the country news and counting down to the 2021 version of the Racing Queensland Country Cups Challenge Final and the Country Stampede coming up this Saturday on George Moore Stakes Day at Durban. A wonderful show coming your way today, we hope, with plenty of news on that Country Cups and Country Stampede Final, as well as a look back at what happened over the weekend, because we did still have uh, a bit of racing around the countryside, Bar Calden. Cairns and Mount Isa all raced on the weekend and to help us look at that news and look forward to the Country Cups and Country Stampede this weekend we welcome along Rob Luck. Good morning Rob. Yeah good morning Tony, good morning uh, listeners and uh, excuse me Tony I am in a little bit of holiday mode I'm down here on the Gold Coast uh, with Michael for the day. Uh, Courtney's got a conference down here for her business so I hitched a ride and I'm actually enjoying seeing rain which it never seems to do in Longreach but when <laughs> they say they're going to get 20 or 40 to 80 mils down here it seems to happen. It's a bit that way at the moment. There's uh, plenty of wet weather around southeast Queensland. Fingers crossed it's not going to affect things too much for the uh, the finals, as mentioned, coming up on Saturday at Durban. We know for one thing, I think we're going to be looking at a wet track and that puts a different dimension or uh, into the two races. And uh, and we're about to welcome Scotty Power on to talk about these finals. But, Tony, isn't it great to see these two finals back? They keep growing. The prize money grows. And, and great to see also you get the fact that rather salubrious third place getter, as we heard with Penny Agua in the race last year, heads the, heads the field in the country cups and hard stride that had the stampede last year, heads the field in the... Um, country stampede final but we've also got new trainers uh, with horses coming into the uh, race this year you've got Benny Waldron with a horse in the country cups Mark Coates uh, Janelle Ryan coming down with a, a horse there in Witterick and uh, newcomers of course in the stampede and you've got trainers like Pat Webster with multiple runners three runners in the stampede final Billy Johnson, John Mansman with runners over both. It's just a wonderful growing concept and uh, I just can't hope it continues to grow each year, uh, these two finals. Scott Power's been following uh, very closely what's been happening all the way through since we started off this uh, journey of the Country Cups challenges and the Country Stampede qualifiers all the way through from September through to December and he's with us this morning to have a look at the finals. Morning, Scotty. Hey, good morning, Ty. Good morning, Robbie. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to you, Scotty, and uh, been a been a bit of a couple of difficult weeks for you. Hope's all well on the home front, and Dee's back home with you now. I take it from Brisbane. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we, we're battling along okay. Uh, we actually have to trek back down there next week for for another uh, another checkup, but uh, things are looking positive, and yeah, no, we're all um, looking forward to this on the weekend as well, mate. Um, the wet weather is a bit of a hampener. Um, hopefully, everyone is going to be able to get there safely, and um, hopefully, there's a bit of a break in it for the weekend. 
Yeah, some huge rain up in that Mackay area, Scotty, and uh, and they'll be looking to get out there quickly. I'm sure they'll find their way down here. Let's have a start with the Country Stampede, the sprint race over the 1,100 metres. And one thing I noticed, Scott, um, as we try to come down to our final five uh, for our tips this morning, I know we're a few days out, but one thing I did notice with the, the sprint, the soft form of most of these runners is there. There's not too many queries, but I think when we come to the Cup, there's a few there that mightn't enjoy that soft surface as much, but there's soft form all around in the uh, in the uh, Stampede final. And and look, you've got some real quality up the top with Hard Stride, Piracy, Arwanichi, of course, Arwanichi third in the Battle of the Bush final earlier in the year and coming in here in fourth run back. And you've got Pat Webster with multiple runners and they're in form, VJ Day and Patented. And of course, uh, Phoenix. And uh, look, this is this ability to draw horses off grass track form, off dirt tracks, off sand tracks. It just adds to the jigsaw puzzle. So we better find out where you are heading with the uh, the tipping in this and a quick rundown of some of your main chances you see in the final. Yeah, I think it's an extremely difficult one, um, particularly with it's a jump and run affair. The eleven ten over there at Durban, um, Hard Stride, of course, won the race last year. Uh, Paul Hamblin again takes the ride. I'm pretty keen on one, um, you know, in piracy, uh, one from the uh, Tony and Maddie Sears stable. I think it's drawn ideally in uh, Barrier 6. I think it's going to get a lovely run. Um, it's had a trial at Durban since it won at uh, Chinchilla and also Dolby. Uh, the wet form is there, 11 starts for four wins, two seconds, a third on the soft. So I just think it's drawn OK. It'll be up there in the firing line. Uh, the 11 10 will suit. So I'll make it me, uh, me top selection. Um, as you know, I'm pretty keen on Arwanichi. I know he's drawn barrier 12, but again, he'll be up there on the speed. Uh, put two on the trot after a spell and finished fifth behind Shay Black and Rock Anton. That run was very good. Finished third in the Battle of the Bush final earlier in the year. Um, and I think he's a quality galloper, Arwanichi. So don't don't worry about the wide draw. Um, I think he's going to get a lovely run. It'll be very hard to beat. Uh, the one of Toddy Austin's, uh, Robbie, I'm very keen on it. Wall Street Tycoon. I think it's a top three chance drawn ideally. Uh, Jimmy Byrne will give it the gun run. Uh, it's got a picket fence beside its name. I called its first win this time in at Dingo. I think it opened its up its uh, preparation. Uh, gee, it jumped around that day. There were some species in that race that day over the 900. And after that, he's, he's put again put together uh, those five wins on the trot. And I think he's, he's going to be in the market big time, Wall Street Tycoon. Um, also, um, there's another one there, of course, Hard Stride, last year's winner. I've got to give it a chance. I know it finished down the track behind Lyrical Girl and Co., but that was a big, big jump in class, wasn't it, compared to what it's going to be uh, racing on the weekend. Um, it finished second at New Alliance at Gympie, uh, but Paul Hamblin's got a good association with the horse. Uh, Jason Judge will have the old-timer prepped up, the 11-year-old now, and I do think he's going to be very, very hard to beat. And one I threw in my top five, just to round it off, is Boingo. Now, it finished second earlier in the year. Remember, it missed out on a run in the Battle of the Bush, but they kept it down there for the week after and only just got narrowly beaten. Um, but since then, it's uh, managed to qualify. Emma Bell's got a good association with her, and Rodney Little, I think, is already heading on his way down there. So that's my top five, uh, Robbie. I've made a piracy. Uh, then we'll go Wall Street Tycoon. Um, uh, sorry, Arwanichi, Wall Street Tycoon, Hard Stride and Boingo, just to round it off. And I've left out horses like Raiden and... American Genius, New Alliance. But as you know, mate, we can't tip them all. I know they're all going to give their owners a great sight down there on the weekend. 
Yeah, I've got a lot of similarities with you, Scott. And I, I tried to find a place for Boingo on an emotional sense with the connection to the Central West and Rod Little. And uh, it's great to see her in the field after being that first emergency in the Battle of the Bush. And look, she was a strong winner in Clermont and she's been mixing the distances. She does love the handles a wet track, there's no doubt about it. So uh, look, she is going to be right in there but as you say you, you come down to about five of them and it's uh, it's hard to find a place for all of them but uh, and, and I've left alone horses like poor old Raiden I don't think he's drawn a barrier uh, once when he's head down there and I do query a little bit about hard stride with the 62 and a half uh, from the barrier to a lesser extent piracy, you can't deny piracy's uh, form and you mentioned that trial win. I like the fact he's got a pretty good record at this distance. Uh, I've moved away to a horse that you haven't put in there in your top five, but I've been following its progress, and I was particularly keen on its run behind Marino in Mackay after a second behind Tycoon Thunder in the far north. And I expected Tycoon Thunder to be in this field and really had it up there as probably my main chance. And that's American genius for Billy Johnson. It's drawn so well... Um, the soft track shouldn't really prove a problem to it too much. I don't think it's okay in that regard. I like the fact it's third up, drawn so well. I'm not sure who's riding it at the moment. Uh, but uh, it's come through some really good form across uh, a long reach right out to Mount Isa. And to run that good second, I like the way it was finishing off behind uh, Tycoon Thunder and also Marino over the 1300 in Mackay. And Marino would, in this field would be a, a dominant chance as well. So I'm going to go that way on top with a bit of value, I'm hoping. I'm putting Wall Street, Wall Street Tycoon in. You can't deny unbeaten form uh, with his last five wins out there. Um, I do probably have a little bit of a question mark. He'll be looking for that finish line the last 100 metres. Jimmy Byrne from Barrier 3 suits it down to the ground. Look, he fought off uh, tenaciously um, on oh, t the last run at uh, Longreach uh, and the winner went on to win at Bar Calden um, on uh, Saturday and of course that's Star of O'Reilly, that was a very tough win so Wall Street Tycoon goes in for second for me, in for third Piracy, cannot deny the form it's showing and uh, they've plotted the path perfectly here Question mark, 62 and a half if it's a heavy track. Uh, we'll wait to see on Saturday. In for fourth, Arwa Nietzsche. Uh, so dominant in its wins out in the Central Western Emerald area. And I'm putting patented in for Pat Webster in for my top five. Uh, and it's definitely going to handle the soft. And I really was impressed by the win at uh, Roma. So my top five there are American Genius number seven over Wall Street Tycoon number 10, Piracy number two, uh, Awanichi number three, and for fifth, Patented number nine. But uh, it's going to be a tough race, as you said, Scotty. Let's have a look at the Country Cups because that's the other big one over the 1600. And the query I have here, Scott, is the fact that I think some of these horses are going to struggle in the wet. And a couple of them are going to struggle maybe at the 16, uh, uh, 1600 metres with this predicted uh, softish to heavy track. Where did we end up with the tips in this one? Yeah, I just, um, you know, you, you sort of, uh, you, you're throwing the form up into the air, aren't you? Because 1600 on the wet track, you're probably going to feel like you're travelling 1800, aren't you? Like, mm -hmm. um, but I've also had a look at some horses that raced on the sand tracks uh, that are on them heavier services as well. And I came up with um, High Harry um, with Brad Stewart, trained by Christy Clark Peoples, uh, drawn barrier one. It has soft form, uh, finished a very good second. Uh, that was in the Roma Cup. Uh, that was uh, behind Tears of Love. I know Tears of Love uh, won that race fairly easily, but that wasn't a bad race. And I thought its run was very good. 
Uh, finished second at Mount Perry behind a Moody Bay over the 1,400. Uh, a Moody Bay also qualified, uh, trained by Olivia Cairns. But, yeah, I think uh, down in the weights, barrier one, Brad Stewart will give this every possible. And I think High Harry is a good each-way chance to take out the Country Cups challenge. Uh, Bernie's Tiger, one from the Johnny Manzelman stable. Ronnie Stewart takes the ride. His form was very consistent before uh, the mishap in the Roma Cup. Uh, very unfortunate, went out there and uh, lost the rider um, out there and uh, yeah, went around without the rider, Bernie's Tiger. But uh, Ronnie Stewart uh, will team up with the Mansman Stable. Bernie's Tiger gives it, gives it, uh, give it a good chance. Doom, I, I think from Toddy Austin Stable and Jimmy Byrne, it's got very consistent form. It actually qualified for both races and they've elected to go to the Country Cup. So I think the, the 1600 will suit it right down to the ground. Uh, a Moody Bay. Um, Olivia Cairns and Justin Stanley combine here. And I think it's got to be given a great chance at Moody Bay. Uh, its form in the wet is very good. Ten starts on the soft for five wins. So that's very consistent. And I think it's got to be a great chance. Uh, to round off my top five, um, I've just, um, yeah, I, I, I steered the la- rather salubrious because of the consistency that she shows. Dave Reynolds will have a um, primed up for this race on the weekend. I know it's drawn wide with the 60.5 kilos. That's my big query, Robbie. Uh, the wide draw of 60.5 on the wet track with rather salubrious. And then, of course, um, you know, out of the top five, you've got the likes of uh, Josh Berg and Sugar Buzz, Van Winkle, Necessitas, who won the Emerald 100 this year. And Ancient Echoes, don't write it off. It's drawn wide as well. And then you've got the Matty Crop Galloper and Brian East. But, yeah, I made it high, Harry. Bernie's Tiger, Doom, Mounty Bay, and rather salubrious has been top five. You won't believe this. I've got the same top three, and then there's a variation. I've ended up coming back to High Harry as well. Ran in 2018. There were issues that year. It's come back from the a fairly uh, probably injury-enforced break. Christy Clark Peoples has been building it up slowly. Brad Stewart goes on board, and I just think it uh, got a lot of ticks for me, so it goes in on top, as you said, over Doom. Very impressive, and a very impressive uh, run over the sprint journey at Longreach. Uh, behind a Wall Street tycoon. And Bernie's Tiger, I think, will lap up this journey. He's got a, another bad draw for the stable there. And uh, I think he goes in there. I went away from the top two, Scotty. Rather salubrious. I'm not too sure if it's too wet a track with that weight and barrier. And a Moody Bay is, has probably been beaten by Rather Salubrious and Bernie's Tiger fairly comfortably. But uh, they deny, uh, without doubt, in with big chances. My uh, other two were Brian Eish. Now, if he's got, he's got the one I've got each way written over it all day for Matty Crop. Uh, this one from a good draw, horse number 11. And Van Winkle, I'm going to really have a good look at him in the yard because the last couple of runs before that unplaced run, he looked superlative in the yard and he went on to win both times. And uh, he is really going to enjoy this 1,600. Question mark if it's too wet a track. And Necessitas is my other question mark horse after the Emerald 100. Mightn't have been the strongest, but it's only had the one run, uh, the sixth at Mackay last uh, Friday, I think it was. And that's a fair decent break. So not a lot of confidence, but I've come up with High Harry as well. I think it could be his year, High Harry. And uh, I'm obviously uh, doing my homework well if I can follow your tip, Scotty Power, because I know you're a studier of form. So I go the same way on top. Uh, Hi Harry over Doom, Bernie's Tiger, Brian Eish and Van Winkle. It's going to be a great weekend, Scott, and you said you were going to be here for it, I, I think I just heard before. No, we'll be trekking our, on our way down, Robbie. Unfortunately, we won't be there for the Saturday, but um, from Monday onwards, we'll be back down there. But I'd like, just like to wish everyone all the very best down there and uh, to Jared, all the best uh, again on, on getting the gig um, with the, the Challenge and also the Country Cups this year. He's done a great job last year. And uh, to all of those participants... And those travelling down, travel safely. 
Uh, and all the very best of luck to everyone on the weekend down there, mate. Oh, well said, Scotty. We appreciate you coming on this morning. Give us your thoughts on the Country Cups and Country Stampede final. Uh, hopefully there's a winner somewhere in there for you on the weekend. Hey, thanks, Tone. Good morning, everyone. Good on you, Scott. Scott Power there with his thoughts on the Country Cup. We're going to get Peter Rowe's thoughts in just a moment, but, Rob, we're also looking back at what happened on the weekend, and uh, Cairns was one of the meetings that we did have on Saturday. That was the meeting that was transferred from Innisfail with plenty of wet weather right across the Sunshine State. Not a lot of sunshine around the southeast corner at the moment, but on Saturday they transferred that program from Innisfail to Cairns. Lacey Morrison rode a double of that. This is one of the highlight wins of the day from Conquering Judas. All too natural is trying to get the Dawn Striker He's fighting. Little Conquering Judas is coming through in the middle. All too natural, but Conquering Judas is coming through. All too natural, Conquering Judas. Conquering Judas on the inside, but it got to the lead, it did. Conquering Judas, Kristen Swaffer gets up. All too natural, second, Nora third. Then front page news, followed by Dawn Strike. We might often say last race Brookie in the Central West. I think we can start saying last race Kristen in the uh, the North uh, as we welcome Peter Rowe to uh, Bushbeat this morning as well. Morning, Peter. Morning, Rob. Morning, Tony. How are we? Good this morning. Good How morning. are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Staying dry, unlike the rest of North Queensland at the moment, which is a plus. <laughs> bit unusual for up that way, it's usually the other way around, Pete. Oh, absolutely. I think we've we've missed the bulk of it. Townsville and Mackay have been copping it, but um, it, we oh. must have a dome over us at the moment, which I don't mind. <laughs> It's all the way down the coast and uh, great drought-breaking rain for those coastal areas. But uh, we heard Kristen Swaffer, as Tony said, last race, Brooke, last race, Kristen. It's becoming, uh, she's riding in great form. But take us through that Cairns meeting before we get your tips for the uh, Country Stampede and the Country Cups final with Lacey again bouncing back with that double at the weekend on Cairns. Yeah, she's riding in impeccable form, Lacey. Everyone keeps saying at the track she can win on a broomstick at the moment, and it's, it's true. Um, no doubt about her ability. She's always been a very talented rider even before she moved north. And I suppose you can only be as good as the horses you're on. She's getting some very good rides up this way. And, um, yeah, she's getting them home. But my highlight of the whole day was the first race. Scotty Giddos does yep. endless amounts of travelling out west to get rides. He doesn't get as much support um, up here as he should. And he finally got to ride one for the boss. And... Um, seven kilos was the difference between him and Hard Yaga and halfway up the straight I thought Kristen was going to spoil his party but the seven kilos told in Highmel uh, a speedster in the north um, Scotty got his first winner in Cairns and his first winner for Rodney yeah, it was great to see. We, as you said, he's travelled out west. He's, he's uh, have saddle, will travel approach all the time. And, uh, yeah, I was really pleased and great to see the social media comments coming back to him there for uh, Scott. Keep it up, yeah, Scotty. I'm sure the winners are continuing to flow. But, uh, yeah, Lacey then had that race-to-race -race double, Pete. Yeah, it was really good to see courting Sarah back in form. Um, she's a very talented filly. She's raced out of form a, a bit of late. She's been through a few stables and... She's not the easiest horse to get along with, and Charlene Lacey has done a really good job with her. She was the most relaxed I've ever seen her in the yard. She worked the gates kindly. Um, very little trouble loading her, which is normally her bugbear, and she was most definitely the class horse in the field. How she didn't start favourites beyond me. Um, she's finished behind some of our most talented three-year-olds, and um, she got the job done. Vienna Cruz made up good ground late. She's a very consistent little filly, Vienna Cruz. is not overly big, and I think if she was a hand bigger, she'd be knocking up winning races and fast enough, and Mission Road finished still the top four, and it was it was a really good Class B. Um, it was probably one of the high-quality ones you'll see at a country meeting, and um, I think there's plenty of horses out of that race that'll win races. 
Um, and then Lace rounded up the double with Dubai Eagle for Joey Hassett. Joey Sable's in good form. That's two winners for the week. She also won with Zuvilla earlier in the, in the Cairns meeting, um, our original tab meeting, and she did the road trip again. And Dubai Eagle, Matty Ardenetto, um, he's our local Cairo up this way. He's got a couple of horses in work with Joey, and it was good to see him get a winner as well. Um, beat Shunter, another one, $2 favourite. He's the most frustrating horse. Shunter has any amount of ability and just turns up some days and doesn't turn up the rest of them. Um, he got home real good, but Dubai Eagle had kicked away, and Amuthon was an eye-catcher in that. Another horse who's got a lot of ability is just taking a while for Claire to work out, and he was last when they straightened and made up good ground to get beaten for third less than a length. And the cutest money went off with the drumbeats mare, Bowtie Betty. Yeah, I wish it hadn't. Uh, she got me by point one of a length, but <laughs> yeah. no, it was fantastic to see Daryl and Linda, Linda Paradise back in the winner's circle. Um, Daryl's taken up training again. He's had horses all throughout the north with Brucey Hunter and um, Thomas Smith had a few in Rockhampton and now Daryl's back in his own right training. One of the nicest blokes you'll see at the track and um, we weren't sure heads up, heads down who'd got it but if I was going to get beat it was good to see Daryl back in the winner's circle. Um, a good ride, Bowtie Betty. She's got good form from down south and she started favourite both times. This prep didn't start favourite on the weekend. Ockney was favourite but um, she put her head down where it counted, beat exclusive Mo. I was really happy to see him back into St. Vaughan and Ockanee from Townsville rounded out the top three and there was only half a length between first and third, which was a good competitive race. And your dad's stable apprentice, Kristen Swaffer, uh, yeah, riding extremely well and really getting those winners flowing at the moment and another one with conquering Judas. Yeah, it was an upset, I suppose, of sorts. All too natural kick to clear the favourite. Um, looked home everywhere but the last 50 and conquering Judas, as Bluey said in his call, is only a little horse conquering Judas, and Kristen pushed it through the gap. She rode with very, very good vigour the last couple of hundred. She gets a lot of criticism for not being the most aggressive whip rider, but you don't have to be when you can punch them out like that. And as we keep telling people and keep telling her, Sonia won many premierships in the north for Dad and some of the biggest races, and she was very rarely used the whip. So if they got good balance and good vigour, they can get them home, and Kristen showed that out-punching Wanderson, who's one of probably the most aggressive riders up here. Um, and there was a gap back to Nora, who who ran a fair race as well for third. Well, you've been doing the study for the Country Stampede and Country Cups final. We've heard Scotty Powell and my tips in the top five. Mine could change by Saturday with this weather, Pete. But I was really keen on your thoughts in the Stampede to start with because I really had Tycoon Thunder listed in my top couple of horses, and that's one of the reasons I've gone for American Genius with its run behind Tycoon Thunder. Uh, any knowledge of Tycoon Thunder, why he didn't come? And then your tips, please, for the uh, Stampede final. Oh, I think he's just at the end of his prep. He's been up quite yep. a long time, and Ricky's a very astute trainer, and I think had he thought he was at the top of his game, he would have bought him or took him down there, but being up for so long, um, I think he probably just chose what was in the best interest of the horse not to go, but in saying that, he may plan it differently next next year, and I think if, if he was down there, he definitely would have been a winning chance. What do you think in your top five for the Stampede final? Oh, the barrier draws got me. Um, that was the hardest part. I've put VJ Day on top. Um, I've seen the horse race up this way around Townsville and whatnot, and it's formed down since joining Pat Webster's team's been impeccable. It's drawn barrier 11. Not sure who who will actually ride it, but I've put it on top. I think it's a class horse, and I think if it can get over, it'll be thereabouts. Um, I've gone with a bit of value. I think old Boingo. It's been there, done that. Emma Bell knows the horse inside out. Hats off to Rod for giving Emma the ride in town. Uh, you know, loyalty is everything, and, and she's done a good job on this horse, so I've thrown it in for second. 
for third, I've thrown a real roughie down the bottom, Vice Man. It's got good wet track form, and if it stays wet, um, anything can happen. Again, Barrier 15's a bit of a concern, but Montana Philpot is riding well, and, and she's ridden this last couple, so knows the horse. And for fourth, I've put in Wall Street Tycoon. You can't leave it out. It's drawn, ideally, Jim Byrne in the saddle, and it's going for six in a row. So that's my top four. If I had to throw a fifth one in, you'd have to throw Arwen Ichi in. Um, 62 kilos is only steadier, but again, another one with good wet track form. You might find Gary Gearin will ride VJ Day, although I think he'll probably have the pick between that and Painted It, and maybe then Bubba Tilly will ride the other one, just from the, no, the bit of word I had from um, Out of Rome a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, no, well, both those riders, Gary's a fantastic rider, and you know if he had the chances in town that some of the other riders had, he'd be one of Brisbane's leading riders, and, well, Bubba Tilly, he needs no introduction. Mm. So I think either way, you'd be confident yeah. with either of those jockeys. Yeah, for sure. And our tip so far in the Stampede are showing just how wide open this Stampede final is going to be. Let's have a look at the Country Cups Challenge uh, final, Pete, over the 1,600. Where have you gone on top here? I've gone with um, Doom for Toddy Austin and Jim Byrne. Barrier 3, it should get a gun run. There should be a bit of speed in the race, you'd think, and, and you'd think from Barrier 3 to be able to hold the position. And as looking at the list of riders, Jim Byrne knows Doom been as good as anyone, and I think it would be on top. Um, I'm going to throw one in. Had it drawn a better gate, I would have put it in probably on top. And that sugar buzz for Billy Rose and Brenton Andrew. Um, the combination of flying at the moment, Billy Rose, since she's come back, um, I think motherhood's done her the world of good. She's riding on the crest of a wave. And I think from Barry 18, she'll get it over. She's she's good at horses that roll forward. Or, and I think sugar buzz from out there wouldn't surprise me if she pressed forward on it. Uh, for third, High Harry, as we've all said, he's racing really well. He's drawn one. Um, Brad Stewart getting down the 55, a positive. He obviously thinks it's a good chance. And um, Necessitas, forget its last start at Mackay. I think from out there, Emerald, let it stride. It's not an easy horse. It can be very um, forward in its races and pull a little bit, but M knows it well as well. So I put it in for fourth. And if you had to throw a fifth one in, I'm going to go with our local hope from up here, Wittrick. Um, a mile is as far as it probably wants in a race like this. So hopefully the track dries out a little bit. But another one, uh, Mark Jippel C is riding with Trick, So he's riding well, a very good jockey. And Ronnie and Janelle wouldn't take it down there if it wasn't a chance. Yeah, it's going to add just a little bit of an extra dimension to the race, isn't it? I know that uh, Ron and Janelle have had a couple of qualified before and haven't been able to bring them down. But adding Witterick into the race is just going to add that little bit of extra uh, dimension to it. Yeah, and it had a good hit out here at last start in Cairns. It rolled forward on speed and... I think out to the mile, it's just got a real high cruising speed. And if they don't go too hard up front, it'll be in there for, for a big shout, that's for sure. Yeah, two, two wins from three at the mile. So, yep, might be the uh, stretching it, but it's certainly got the record on board. Again, uh, great to see the uh, the depth of tipping we've got going. It's going to get interesting as we count down to Saturday. Peter, and, uh, and I'm sure you'll be tuning in from up there, or are you headed down? No, no, I'll be up here. That, um, we got Bowen this weekend, I think, Dad and I. We haven't got anything nominated yet, but you never know what could happen with the weather changes and we've got to head that way. But otherwise, I'll be tuning in on uh, Thoroughbred Central, that's for sure. Good on you, Pete. Thanks for joining us this morning and helping us out uh, try and spot the winner there for the Country Cups and uh, Country Stampede final on the weekend. Thanks, guys. Peter Rowe joining us there. Let's uh, continue on with Bush Beat this morning as we enter the home straight. And Rob, we raced a bar, called it on the weekend as well. 
The winners, the people, the places and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat. 400 metres to go and Vinaigrette, every poster winner, ace play up on its outside, gets to second, Zillator and Alfiado's there. Star of O'Reilly's running into it now, right down the outside, Divine Red into the uh, 200 metres to go and Vinaigrette leads ace play here, Star of O'Reilly, but he's still got a little bit of ground to make up. Star of O'Reilly and Vinaigrette go together, coming late down the outside is Divine Red, Star of O'Reilly under siege on the outside, driving at it, Kelmar, Star of O'Reilly, Star of O'Reilly put the bib out when it counted and beat Kelmar and Divine Red, then we had no refund music award. Star of O'Reilly winning at Bar Calden on Saturday, Rob, on a day out for the Todd Austin stable, they only had five runners at the meeting. Only five, mind you. Won four races. One of them ran second last. And Rick McMahon with a, a winning treble on today, including that one star of O'Reilly. Yeah, Rick McMahon and uh, Toddy Austin joining forces. And we welcome Andrew Watts, uh, as you heard, with star of O'Reilly backing up from that second at Longreach the week before. And Watts, here we, we're going to set you a task here. We're going to get through Bar Calder, Mount Isa, and your tips for the finals in the next five minutes. Let's roll with that. And your thoughts out of Bar Calder. And obviously, Austin McMahon, the feature. It certainly was. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rob and Star of O'Reilly. Look, he never wins by far, this Galloper, if you go back through his form. But it was the ride of Rick McMahon that uh, basically lifted him the last 50 to get the cash over Kelmar and Divine Reb. And as you said, Tony, in the opening, it was four for Todd Austin. He won the first with Miss Rhapsody teaming up with Rick McMahon. A really good win there for the uh, current family of Longreach. Uh, great to see them in the winner's circle over Flash Fibian and King Coney. Set to fight well in race two. It's been very, very costly for punters uh, over the past month or so, but uh, put its best foot forward and won pretty impressively for uh, Todd Austin and Brooke Richardson. And a big congratulations to Brooke Richardson. Now that uh, secured her win in the Central West Jockeys Premiership for the year. The fourth um, race in Austin's quaddy was Echo Point. Now, this was impressive uh, to put the riding on the wall for the horse to follow in 2022. One by six lengths, um, convincingly over the mile for Todd Austin and Rick McMahon. Beat Golden Treasure, who was very honest in second, and Lady Endor in third. But just a side note there, Echo Point running uh, a second faster than Sizzlating did in the Tree of Knowledge Cup this year. So certainly good form to follow on. Other winners on the day, Shake On It for Raymond Fraser was good in winning the first division of the Benchmark 50 over 30. 1300 beat just fabulous and the favorite god's penny and a really really good win in race five by lasco now this horse uh trained by william pugsley of charleville timmy brummel the rider three wide the trip came away to win impressively over the other charleville galloper auric gold for mark johnson and brooke richardson a length and a half and the landing <clears throat> up up in grade a good third uh so that was uh bar calden on Saturday, and it was a, a very good way to win, uh, end the season for Todd Austin and Rick McMahon, and uh, gee whiz, they're going to be a formidable combination uh, in the coming uh, years, especially 2022, when McMahon makes the move to Barcald, and up to the eyes of Rob, and uh, as we know, our trainers out here in the West do a wonderful job keeping their horses up all year, and uh, that was highlighted by Mr Tyndall uh, winning the last race of the year in the Northwest season. It was the Open for Justin Borden and Jenna Edwards, the young jockey. Won impressively by two and three quarter lengths over Craigley, Altona and Level 8. But my comment there is that Mr Tyndall actually won on the first day of the season as well and has raced all year. So good on Justin Borden there for uh, the efforts with that galloper. Other winners on the day, well, it was a double to Denise Ballard winning the first two races. In race one, she teamed 
teamed up with son Dan or with Shiv Carney, uh, who was too good for the odds-on favourite Dusky Damsel and my Ola Millie. Race two in those same colours, Denise and Dan Ballard uh, combining with Scarpa beating Christmas Creek. It was a Denise Ballard Quinella and All About Me uh, finishing in third. Tanya Parry chimed in in race three, which was the maiden over 1,200 with Whit Sunday Star. Big winner. Nine and a half lengths with Terry Hill on board over El Rancho's and Sunny Select. It was a treble on the day for Dan Ballard when he teamed up with Tanya Parry in race four with Farfar uh, beating Rockethead, the stable mate, by four lengths and Wits end in third. Though that... Those three winners and the past couple of weeks, Dan Ballard's actually rocketed to the top of the Queensland Country Jockeys Premiership. Uh, I think he's ridden nine winners in the last four meetings. So wonderful effort there, Dan. And uh, everything wrapped up there on Saturday with Mr. Tyndall, Rob. How'd I go? You did extremely well, and you still got time to get these other tips in because I know you would have been listening to these tips that we've been putting out for Stampede and the Country Cups. And, uh, yeah, those uh, those Central West trainers and North West trainers do a great job keeping their horses going. And uh, good to see William Pugsley. You mentioned he's got a runner in the Stampede. Let's have a look at the Stampede, Andrew. Your top five, what have you come up with? Top five, well, look, I, I think the uh, the horses up in the weights have got to be between them. I'm not convinced Hard Stride's going as well this year as he was last year when he won the race. So I'm going one down with Piracy. He's a definite provincial class galloper. He carries weight really well. Barrier six is going to be no drama. He's going to be up there. I do have a concern, though, because I'm looking through this field and there's about five or six dead set front runners. So I'm worried about horses like Wall Street Tycoon, Tua Mars, and hard stride knocking up a little bit. So I'm looking for horses that might come a bit off the pace, but I've got piracy on top. I think Arwanichi has the ability to sit in behind the leaders and pounce at the last moment. Be interesting to see what jockeys engage there. Similarly with American Genius. Now, I go back to its win on Rodeo Thursday at Mount Isa when it disposed of a good field up there in the northwest. Uh, I think he's trained on really well this preparation after that second in Mackay last week, and I think he's a real player. Boingo, for the same reason, uh, on face value, I'm not too sure that Clermont win would measure up ordinarily in a race like this. But I think the pattern of the day may suit Boingo to be a, a big player at big odds. And I thought the 14, uh, Phoenix, for the same reason, uh, Pat Webster and Brooke Richardson will combine there in that one, Rob. But um, piracy for me, he's a winner and he can carry weight. And He's been well prepared and set for the race as we look at the Country Cups final. And... Uh... Doom appear in your tips at all, Andrew? I don't have him in my top five, Rob, uh, believe it or not. I just, I've got a couple of queries over some of his form. I, or, or I do believe that last run at Longreach was really good. <clears throat> but uh, look, I think without a shadow of a doubt, rather salubrious is the best horse in the race. I think it's reflected by the weights. But as we know, over the mile, weight can play a factor. So I'm actually going with Duck Baker's horse here, uh, Jockberg. Um, it's, if you go back to its form, it's been racing in good quality races. It has the benefit. It's only got to travel down the ranges to Brisbane, and I think that's a big plus with with a lot of these horses. In for second, rather salubrious. Uh, the Battle of the Bush winner from this year. Again, David Reynolds uh, will have this horse, Cherry Wright, for Saturday's affair. I think nine Van Winkle. Uh, he won the Longreach Cup, he won the Long Curry Cup, and he had a bit of a pipe opener here on uh, Melbourne Cup Day. Uh, all reports, Mark Oates travelled down yesterday. The horses arrived safe and sound. I've got the 12 in High Harry. 
back from a lengthy spell. Um, he finished in the money at Longreach Cup. And since then, he's progressed nicely. The run at Roma was really good. Topped him off for this, I believe. Um, in four-fifth, I've got a Monday Bay, the two for Olivia Cairns and Justin Stanley. But uh, a bit of a process of elimination there, Rob, because I think there's going to be uh, quite a few bolters in this field. You did you did well. And if Johnny Moran, you're listening in Mount Isa, who likes to combine all our tips into trifectas and first four, we've given you a multitude of numbers to do this year, John. So uh, good luck with that. And good on you, Watsy. Great to get your thoughts and coverage of those uh, finals. And also, of course, a great day out of Bar Calden, where Star of O'Reilly featured and the Mount Isa Dan Denise Ballard show continues to roll on. Uh, great to have you on again this morning. Thanks, uh, Rob. Thanks, Tony. Good morning, listeners. Good on you, Watsy. Rob, just having a look at the forecast. Wet in Brisbane today, tomorrow, uh, Thursday. But they're saying easing up, mostly sunny Friday. Uh, only a possible shower, one to five mil Saturday. So if we can just survive the next couple of days, then all roads lead to Durban, ready for the, uh, the Country Cups Challenge final and the Country Stampede final. Yeah, it just depends how wet. It's either wet, wetter, or whatever they go next, uh, or more wet. But uh, it's going to be a, a heavy back to a soft date or something you'd think, Tony. So we'll look forward to that. And, of course, that's the feature with other race meetings coming up, of course, on the weekend. And we'll be back next week on Bushbeat to cover those. Email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au. Um, we'll be back covering the uh, review of the Stampede and the Country Cups final, which we all look forward to this weekend. Good on you, Rob. Thank you for that. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, listeners. Good luck to the clubs that are racing this weekend, along with the Country Cups and Stampede Finals at Derman. Tab meeting at Rockhampton on Saturday, following on from the Tab program Thursday at Townsville, the next leg of the Burnet to the Beach Series at Benango on Saturday, and also Saturday race programs coming through at Gundawindi and Bowen. Look forward to catching up with all of the country folk at Derman on the weekend, and as Rob said, we'll report on it for you next week here on Bushbeat on Radio Tab.